The CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for life empowerment programs like Career Reels with Carolyn. We understand that many of our listeners need career advice to advance their careers to the next level, and others need advice on finding a job. We have been blessed with the addition of Ms. Carolyn Owens to our network. Carolyn is the chairwoman and CEO of Infinity Coaching Incorporated, which provides career, leadership, and life coaching that moves individuals forward, allowing them to take command of their lives. With over 25 years of proven experience, she is a leading authority on leadership and professional development and has worked with and trained top leaders across the globe. Her show, Career Reels with Carolyn, may be heard the second Monday of every month at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 6 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Career Reels is a show that discusses how you can become the star of your life. Carolyn and her guests will share with you tips and strategies on how you can reach and stay at the top of your game. You'll also hear about hot topics and trends that can make a difference in your career or business. So tune in the second Monday of each month to hear Career Reels live and get hired or take your career to the next level. For more information, visit Carolyn's page on our website at cwrtalknetwork.com. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Read, Read, Read radio show. I am your host, Joanne Burrell. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's show is sponsored by the CWR Talk Network and Jeanette's Joy Community Services. And as you know, our program originates from the state of Maryland. And for our nationwide audience across the country, you could get more information about today's show at JeanetteJoy.org. Again, that website is Jeanette-Joy.org. I will post the websites where you can receive more information about the topics we discuss today. Today, we're going to talk about two of my favorite subjects, school and the PTA. Our guests today are Benny San Miguel and Pat Price. Benny is a cluster coordinator with Montgomery County Council of PTAs, and Ms. Price is chairperson for the AXO program. Right now, we are going to introduce our guests, but I want to make sure I can hear them. Can you all hear me? I can't hear you. Hello? I can hear you now. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. Joanne, can you hear me, Pat Price? Uh, Joanne, can you hear me? This is Benito. OK. 
Okay. Hello? We can hear each other. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. Must be some glitch in the system. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I put in the wrong number for her. So. I see. <laughs> she says, please don't hang up. Okay. All so, right. So there is some glitch. I'm Pat Price. It's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. It's a pleasure. Let's see. I see. She's got a different number for us. Oh, okay. All right. Let's see. Call that in. No, that 301 number, that's me. Oh, I see. Yeah, because I I realized I gave her the wrong number for me to dial into. I see. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to... Okay. I just saw something that says my computer. Yeah. So maybe there's something wrong with the computer. I'm going to try to dial in on my okay. cell phone and see if I hear her there. Okay. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm still here. Hello. Nope. That that was I just dialed in through my cell to see oh, if see. there was something different. When I dialed in, it said you're being welcomed to Blog Talk Radio, but it didn't say it said something that I could listen, but it didn't say that I could speak. So I wonder huh. is there yet another number? Right. Well, she, I mean, the, the initial text that she saw, so I'm not sure. Yeah, because I had seen something about a five number, and I said, oh, was that the number? She said, no, it's a 917. Right. Let's see. Yep. Just going to check here to make sure I call that right number. Um. My phone's beeping. Is yours? Uh, no. Okay, I'm going to try to put you on hold and see if another call is coming through. Sure. Hello? 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 Hello. Hello, hello, hello. 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 Hello, hello. Hi there. Any luck? 
No, I haven't still heard from her. I'm trying again on my cell. I got a call from a New York number, but um, it there's nobody responding to me for 15 seconds. Yeah. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna swap over that call and see if it it's uh, updated or anything. I'll be right back. Okay, the eight eight nine eight zero seven eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. That's well. That's the one we're on now, right? Right. But the other one could be my cell, which is nine one seven six seven one. Yeah, that was. Oh, that's your cell. You're listening to Read, Read, Read with your host, Joanne Burrell, on the CWR Talk Network. Hello? Hello. Oh, okay, so now we're on the uh, different number. Right. We're we're still on the nine one seven number. I'm gonna text her now. I see. Okay. And just let her know we can hear each other but we can't hear her. Right. Actually this the number that I see on right now. That's the call I got from New York. I heard I heard a beep now. Yep, I heard a beep too. Hmm. But I don't want to go because I did the last time and then there was no one on the other. It wasn't a call right. through. Right. I'll be right back to this. I'm going to check the other number. I still have that on hold. I'll be right back. Okay. Hello? Hello? Oh, okay. So she sent somehow it to my laptop. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. That's really odd that both numbers are kind of connected to the same location. Right. So uh, I don't. Hmm. hmm. It's her laptop. Hmm. Okay. Right. Well, no. I that number is a six one four number. So I don't think that's oh, her. Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. No. It's Joanne Burrell. It's my laptop. Oh, so I guess she must be having some trouble with her laptop. Yeah. Um, my my number is the 614 number. Ah, okay. Where's that from, yeah. 614? It's okay, from, guys, uh, I had to call in from my phone. I'm, I'm not sure what's going on, but let's go on with the radio show. I could work okay, the button no problem. here. But it's my laptop, so. All right. Gotcha. Welcome to the Read, Read, Read radio show. I am your host, Joanne Burrell. And today's guests are Pat Price and Benito San Miguel. Benito San Miguel is a California native now living in Silver Spring, Maryland. With his wife and nine-year-old daughter, his wife's former spent in the foreign service brought them to D.C. 
to the D.C. area after several years abroad. And he and his family settled in Montgomery County. Benito is currently serving his third year as president of the Dr. Charles R. Drew PTSA and has served as vice president, treasurer, and communications director. This is the first year serving at the county PTA level as a cluster coordinator, representing nine schools that feed into Springbrook High School. Welcome, Jenny. Thank you for tuning in Thank you in very today. much. Thank and being my guest. Thanks, thanks for having me. I appreciate Our, it. You're welcome. I'm so anxious to discuss the PTA and all that parents have to look forward to if they will only get involved. That's right. And our next guest is Pat Price. Pat Price is the chairperson of the AXO program with the NAACP in Montgomery County. AXO acronym stands for Afro-Academic Cultural Technological Scientific Olympics. I'll um, let Ms. Price Tell me more about what she do in the school system in Montgomery County. Pat? Thank you, Joanne Burrell. AXO is a program that encourages and promotes excellence among high school students in over 30 different categories. The program was started 40 years ago by renowned journalist Vernon Jarrett, his idea was to celebrate students in the arts and academics the way we often celebrate students in athletics. I have the privilege and honor of working with high school students across Montgomery County to encourage them to work on excellent projects that culminates in a local competition, and our gold medalists then have the opportunity to compete at a national competition for scholarship dollars and prizes. Well, thank you for that. But you also you're also working with the PTA at your son's school as well, correct? That is correct. Um, and my, what what did you what positions did you hold with PTA um, as well at as my, the parent council? At my son's high school, Wheaton High School, in Montgomery County, it's in Silver Spring, I was the NAACP parent council rep. And the person who was the parent council rep advocates for families and students with the focus on students of color. Wheaton High School is a school that is a majority Hispanic and African and African-American, and our goal is to encourage students to do well in school, to engage families, and to have them learn about the school system so they can effectively advocate for their children. Thank you for that. And those are the same things in almost in the same sense because we're all encouraging our families to get involved. But that's also the same purpose of the PTA. And, Benny, would you like to speak about the purpose of the PTA? 
Uh, sure, absolutely. Um, the purpose of the PTA in general is to enrich students' lives through advocacy. Um, as PTA representatives, we, we take uh, parents, teachers, students' um, um, input, and we organize and coordinate um, efforts to enhance their academic experiences. Um, we do this at the local level by offering extracurricular and academic activities and opportunities beyond what a school uh, can offer through its curriculum or maybe perhaps its um, uh, you know, capacity and physical limitations. Um, so in general, um, I, in my opinion, I like to think of the PTA as a grassroots coalition of community organizers and education advocates um, uh, that, that's composed by um, parents, staff, and um, students, but generally anybody that is uh, concerned about uh, children's education. Correct, um, because, you know, for the years that I've been involved, uh, it's been about advocating for the parents. And, and usually if the parents are having a problem, they find their PTA representative that they could talk to asking what it is that they can do. And um, I feel that uh, the PTA play an important part in parents really uh, being able to get through the school year um, because when they can't go to or if they're not getting the answers from their school principal or someone in their school, the PTA has been a resource that they could go to. I received a message from um, Tracy Potts, who is an area PTA representative in the Paint Branch area, and she's also the National PTA Family Engagement Fellow. And I want to read what she sent out in regards to the PTA and what we do. And it says, the PTA is not just about fundraising. We are the nation's largest and oldest child advocacy organization, 4 million members strong. Our job is to keep you informed about decisions by your local, state, and national leaders that affect your child and your school. We speak up and help you speak up. Your voice matters. The more voices we represent, the more power we have to demand change when needed. When a school of 2,000 students has only 50 members, our voice is small. Decision makers don't think we really represent our school community, and they're right. Here's how the PTA has made a difference where she lives, as where all of us live, because we've all had a part in these scenarios that I'm going to read. One middle school was in terrible shape, but money to fix it was taken out of the budget. PTA testified before the school board and the county council. We brought elected leaders in for tours. One council member literally cried, teared up with emotion at a meeting talking about the school's poor condition. Now the money is back. Our performing arts high school was about to lose its longtime music teacher. PTSA launched two petitions, 100 signed, MCPS reversed this decision, and the teacher stayed. 
My kid's middle school was sitting on top of a pool of water causing flood and mold issues. We were nowhere on the renovation list. PTSA brought in elected leaders and testified. We got a renovated lower-level science in one year. This is usually unheard of, but this is what happened at her PTA. And I know the PTA that I represent, for over 30 years, they have been trying to get their bathrooms renovated. And uh, after testifying and informing the Board of Education, the county council of the problems that we were having and that there were over 2,200 work orders, last year in the summer, the school's um, bathrooms was renovated. So that was a victory, and this is what the PTA can do for families. And I say that because in the city of Chicago, 50 schools were closed, and for the most part, they were able to close those schools because there wasn't any parent representation. There wasn't PTAs in that school. So um, parents listening to this, it is so important that you get involved in your school's PTAs or even start a PTA if you're having trouble getting what you need for your school because with the PTA you have a nationwide agency that's able to help you to get what you need for your school. Would you like to add to that, Benny? Yeah, absolutely. I think. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Benny. Um, I, oh, yeah, sorry. I think a lot of parents um, don't necessarily know how to gain access to the PTA, and it's up to the elected leaders of a local PTA or even, you know, the county-level PTA to really explain that to them. And oftentimes it's hard because you have uh, sometimes inexperienced leaders, first-timers who are joining the PTA at their school, and they don't necessarily understand how the hierarchy in the organization works to be able to communicate that to the parents. And so um, as when I first started PTA, I found myself in a similar situation. So I made it a goal to try to learn as much as possible so that I could then convey to the parents that we were more than just a social organization at our, our local school. We were part of a, a bigger umbrella of this nonprofit, um, at the PTA brand, um, that would be able to tap into resources um, with academic, um, political, and community leaders that would be able to champion the causes that we, we were fighting for. And so I think it's, it's important for um, parents to talk to their school administrators, talk to the leaders at the school, even just talk to the teachers, establish a relationship so that you understand the needs of the school and how you can fit in. Um, I know one of the unique challenges we face here in Montgomery County because of our diversity is that a lot, a lot of parents are, you know, um, coming here with first-generation students um, that don't necessarily understand how the system works. And perhaps back in their home countries, their approach to education was a hands-off one because they felt, you know, if, if I voice my opinion, um, I'm going to disrespect the teacher or it's not my place to voice my opinion. Um, and so here it's, it's, you know, a lot more inclusive. We, we depend on this partnership with students, teachers, um, parents, and general community members to be able to address issues that not only affect the students within the school walls, but also in their communities when they go home 
You know, if, if they're experiencing mold issues at their school, are they also experiencing it at home? Um, you know, I, I know the, um, the one of the schools in our cluster um, had a contingent of students that were, um, you know, they, they were um, uh, exposed to mold issues at home and at schools to the tune of, you know, mm-hmm. 70% of the students were affected by, you know, with asthma. And so those types of concerns are some that clearly are an issue that parents could buy into. They just need to understand how they can transform their concerns and, and you know, into um, a powerful means of communication. Yes, yes. So And, and again, sometimes I, I'd like ahead. to add, and, and sometimes it's um, parents of students who are born here who also have issues navigating and understanding the PTA. I came here from another state. I didn't understand how this school system worked, and I was concerned about the education of my student. I went to a PTA meeting. Initially, people didn't seem very friendly. I spoke to the PTA president, and she was kind enough to introduce me to not only the officers but other parents in the PTA allowing me to build community. And that was important because I had just moved here. I really didn't know anyone. So by working with the PTA and the other parents, I was able to understand the school system better and learn from them about advocacy and what PTAs can do. And it's not just working with the parents and the teachers at the school, but it's also helping to provide enrichment and helping parents to access resources. And in a county as large as Montgomery County and as diverse, accessing resources makes all the difference. Uh, to being successful within the school system and to help parents and students also be successful. Okay. Right now we're going to take a break. I want to make sure we're connected because I know my computer went out and I came back in. But let me make sure that we are being heard. Uh, So we're going to go to a commercial break, and we'll be right back. During the month of February, the CWR Talk Network is proud to present our special series, Black American Achievement Profiles, honoring the achievement of black Americans from the past and the present, sponsored by Bass Edwards and Associate Virtual Services Corporation, the leader in work-from-home opportunities. American explorer Matthew Henson was born on August the 8th, 1866, the son of two free-born black sharecroppers. Henson lost his mother at an early age. When Henson was four years old, his father moved the family to Washington, D.C. in search for work opportunities. His father died there, leaving Henson and his siblings in care of relatives. Henson ran away from home at age 11 and was taken in by a woman who lived near his home. At age 12, he left to work as a cabin boy on a ship. 
Over the next six years and under the mentorship of Captain Charles, Henson learned literacy and navigation skills. After Captain Charles died, Henson returned to Washington, D.C. and worked as a store clerk for a courier. It was there that he met Robert E. Perry, an explorer and officer in the U.S. Navy Corps of Civil Engineers. On the recommendation of the store owner, Perry hired Henson as his valet for his travel expeditions. In 1891, Henson joined Perry on the Greenland Expedition. While there, Henson embraced the local Eskimo culture, learning the language and the native Arctic survival skills. At the trip's end in 1893, Henson remained the sole member of Perry's entourage. The rest of the team had abandoned the mission. Perry and Henson made multiple attempts to reach the North Pole in 1902 and in 1906 and were able to sail within 174 miles of the North Pole. Melted ice blocking the sea pad thwarted the mission's completion. The team's final attempt to reach the North Pole took place in 1908. The expedition continued until the following year of 1909. While other team members turned back, Perry and the ever loyal Henson trudged on. On April the 6th, 1909, Perry, Henson, four Eskimos, and 40 dogs finally reached the North Pole. Triumph when they returned, Perry received many accolades for his accomplishments. A sign of the times, the African-American Henson was largely overlooked. In 1937, a 70-year-old Henson finally received the acknowledgement he deserved. The highly regarded Explorers Club in New York accepted him as an honorary member and the U.S. Navy awarded him a medal in 1946. He also received a cherished gold medal from the Chicago Geographic Society. Matthew Henson, Black American history maker and American explorer. Listen for more Black American Achievement Profiles throughout the month on the CWR Talk Network. Black American Achievement Profiles is sponsored by the Bass Edwards Associate Virtual Services Corporation the innovative solution to at-home work opportunities by reaching new pinnacles every day with ingenuity. You're listening to Read, Read, Read with your host, Joanne Burrell on the CWR Talk Network. Welcome back to the Read, Read, Read radio show. Okay, guys, you know what? Let me, because they keep dropping our calls, and I'm looking at the switchboard, and nothing is, mm-hmm. is ticking. So mm-hmm. bear with me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to restart the show, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to text you. So it'll take me about five minutes to restart the show and then call mm-hmm. back. Because I don't think right. we've been recorded. Thank you. Sorry about this. Okay. All no right. Problem. All right. No problem. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> 